Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Just because it was shocking doesn't mean it's wrong. Florida State gets left out of the top four college football playoff teams. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. It is Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. It was the story of the weekend, which is hard to push the NFL to the back burner, Perloff, but it happened. College football snubbing Florida State, even though they went 13-0 and won the ACC. They're out. Alabama is in. It may not be right by the letter of the law, but I understand why they did it. Well, I understand why they did it. But anything the committee does, by definition, errs towards the wrong. Because this committee (laughs) is totally messed up. This whole system is messed up. As uh, There's a viral clip right now of, of the late Mike Leach saying, anybody who calls this a playoff is fooling themselves. Because playoff implies that it's getting decided on the field. And this decision is very much saying it is an invitational it is a beauty pageant. It is not a playoff because there's nothing playoff about this. We're not really letting people decide who is the national champion on the field because there are probably three teams who are not in this Final Four who could easily have won the Final Four. Ohio State, Oregon, and Georgia. Put them in there. Why can't they compete? College football has never been perfect. This is as close to, I think, what we want to see as fans is what they did yesterday with their decision it's never been perfect go back to the bcs it's never been perfect before that it was a beauty contest it's never been perfect but at least when you're asking for the four best teams right this is is, this is closer i'm not saying it's perfect georgia's not in it i get it there's there's only four spots but at least this is like fsu your heart breaks for them and it was it was super impressive how they kept things together when they lost not only their starting quarterback but then the, their backup quarterback or onto the third string but they are not one of the four best teams yeah but 
I mean, next year will be way more fair with 12 teams. And you say, oh, the 12 teams aren't going to be good. These are pretty good teams in the top 12. I mean, listen, you would have Florida State, Georgia, Ohio State, Oregon as four through eight. That is very, very good teams. You don't tell me Oregon and Georgia couldn't compete with any of these teams? Of course they could. uh, They could, but I was saying I wish they had gone to eight. I feel like eight still Mm. is extremely elite where 12, you can also, you're going to get the liberties in there and you're going to get the teams that are undefeated who are in in these lower conferences. I don't see any liberties here. I see Missouri, Penn State, Ole Miss, Oklahoma with LSU. I'll look it back. That's five more, well, four more powerhouses in Missouri. And EJ thinks Missouri is one of the better teams in the country right now. (laughs) Very underrated. This year would have really, this would have been a great 12 team. Watch next year, it's going to be terrible for some reason. Because a committee can never get it right because it's a flawed concept. A committee choosing who is in a playoff, this is not figure skating, Maggie. This, This shouldn't be no judges. It should be wins and losses, and that's it. There are several controversies that are surrounding this. The biggest one is obviously Florida State because this was the undefeated team that got left out from a quote-unquote power five. But the committee told you exactly what you needed to know, what they think about the ACC. There is also a controversy here, and why wasn't Washington the number one seed? They have two— Who's saying this controversy? I think Washington fans totally have a right to this controversy because— Washington beat Oregon twice. Not only that, they've got wins against the top 35. They've got six to Michigan's three. They have five wins against the top 25 to Michigan's three. Their strength of record is better than Michigan's. I mean, they they, head-to-head, they would look much better than Michigan on paper. The resume in terms of strength of schedule, which is what we used in a lot of ways to get Alabama into this top four. What about all the near losses? So the style points to really bad teams. Well, they are, but they're playing. Well, okay. I mean, Michigan's trouncing everybody. Does doesn't that make a difference? See, but I think the rivalry game you have to throw out because Auburn, or excuse me, Alabama needed a prayer, right? A double prayer against Auburn. So. That would be a black mark against Alabama, but we're not using it in that way. Well, I mean, you guys call me excuse. What about Arizona State? That was that was bad. Well, they, I mean, there's. I listen. Their whole state, they they battled with the Utah with a backup quarterback. Oregon State, who has really shown they are not that good. Washington State, obviously, they beat in a quote unquote rivalry game. But a lot of these are rivalry games. They, they were actually Stanford was in that game against Washington too, and they stink. So, I mean, if you're doing any style points, obviously Michigan wins the style point. They This year, say what you want about Michigan. They really beat up bad well, teams. But who do they play? But they killed the, the teams. I, if you think, okay, who who's a favorite? Actually, they, DraftKings has odds on all these games. They have odds on the hypotheticals. I'm sure Michigan's a favorite. So, if you're, you're the one who says Alabama should be in there because of the eyeball test, Michigan's a better team no, than I, Washington. I'm saying that... I think that Washington would have a claim to the number one seed. Draft think King, about it. DraftKings already, you can make a bet. Michigan's a six-and-a-half-point favorite over Washington because they're obviously the better team. Wouldn't it be better if it was Michigan and Alabama playing in the Rose Bowl? Like, you get Washington in the last year of the Pac-12 playing in the Rose Bowl. Like, that to me, was that, that would have been great. And I know you get a Big Ten team in the Rose Bowl, I understand, but... This would have made a lot of sense as opposed to Washington. has got to travel basically halfway across the country to go to the Sugar Bowl. But what would you? What would your rationale? You're just saying because of the strength of schedule that Washington. But then again, I think they have a the, claim. Yeah, but how do we know who did Oregon beat to get to this high ranking? Either you could get into that. I mean, we do. Do we really know how good the Pac-12 was this year? 
Well, I think the quarterbacks for that, we we definitely know. I mean, there were some really outstanding quarterbacks in that conference. I mean, I'm trying to think back. Do they have any massive out-of-conference wins? I mean, listen, Oregon, can you imagine if Oregon, remember what happens when Oregon plays Georgia? Usually they get, Bo Nix gets destroyed by well, that. Well, that was that one game, the first game of the Let's season at, last year. Yeah, I mean, Oregon had, like everybody else, had a really weak schedule. I, I don't know if Washington had that signature out-of-conference win to give him that argument. Michigan didn't either, but I'm not sure Washington was so. Washington's early season, Boise State, that's pretty good. Tulsa, Michigan State, was that's a tough schedule, but Michigan State had this terrible year, and that's it. So that's kind of weak to me. Should we hear from Kirby Smart? Kirby Smart lobbying, advocating on behalf of Georgia. This is what it sounded like. Bill Hunt Hancock said, it's not the most deserving. He said, simply, it's the best four teams. So if you're going to tell me somebody sitting in that uh, committee room and doesn't think that that Georgia team is not one of the best four teams, I don't know if they're in the right uh, profession because uh, – it's, it's, it's a really good football team. It's a really talented football team. It's a really balanced football team. Yeah, I mean, Georgia, they didn't know what to do with. After they lost to Alabama, there was no way this was going to happen. This, I mean, the college football playoff was not going to happen without an SEC team. And they put Alabama in because it's the last thing we saw, and it was a major, major feat to beat a two-time national champion. Well, they even put if you're in because, because they're the conference champion, and the committee's been talking about conference champions for a decade. I, I guess that criteria fell by the wayside, too. <laughs> no, it tells you what they think about the ACC. Um, and not much. Well, do you think if Jordan Travis was healthy, this would happen? Yeah, probably. I mean, I think it has to do with the... Well, I think everything would have looked different. I think it has to do with Jordan Travis. I think it has to do with... It was, I mean, it was easy to change the precedent in this last year before they moved to 12 because you're not setting a dangerous precedent moving forward. There's, There's never been any precedent. They no, ever, to, to leave a, had, an undefeated team out that wasn't they've, UCF. They've never had even an ounce of consistency from one season <laughs> to the next, from one week to the next. There's no there there. The committee is is a emperor with no clothes. There you go. Uh, what do you think? 855-212-4CBS. Did FSU deserve to be in, or did the committee do the right thing by trying to pick the best four teams? We do this every Monday. 30 seconds on every NFL game from Sunday. We call it the hurry up. Okay, EJ, throw out the game. We'll tell you what we think. All right, let's get to it. So let's begin in Tennessee where it was some field goal mishaps that helped the Colts beat the Titans 31-28 in overtime. It was a Michael Pittman TD to seal the win in OT for Indy. If you like special teams, this is the game for you. Back-to-back special team plays with a block punt, uh, blocked punt that gets returned for a touchdown and then a blocked punt fumble in this game for a long. To me, one of the great mysteries of this season is Will Levis good? Answer me that, Maggie. <laughs> I, uh, there are plays where he's good. He looks great. He has his funny sidearm deliveries. I don't know. Derrick Henry still looks good. What did the Titans care? Left the game, though, at one point. And yeah. Levis took six sacks yesterday. They had nine penalties. Indianapolis <laughs> in playoff contention. Let's uh, head... A playoff team if the playoffs ended today, yes. Let's go to, let's head to Foxborough where it was oh, a please, snoozer. Sorry. It was a snoozer uh, uh, with the Chargers winning 6 to nothing. It was two field goals for the Chargers enough in the second quarter to win this one. So the Chargers, 
amazingly made this a game. The Patriots had every chance to come back in the fourth quarter. In fact, Devontae Parker got completely mugged on the sideline. They did not call it. Almost caught the ball. Had a foot out of bounds. Uh, yeah, there's not much to say about this. Bill Belichick's hat was cracking me up all day. He looked like uh, he looked like the Grinch. That's, uh, no, the guy... Uh, Duck McScrooge. Uh, Scrooge, Scrooge from McDuck? Christmas Carol. Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Scrooge McDuck from A Christmas Carol? You mean he, Ebenezer Scrooge? He looked like Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> he was so miserable. Sorry. What did you have to say about that game? <laughs> well, nothing now except yes. for no, new quarterback, same story. Let's head to New Orleans where we're trying to figure out the name of the stadium. I believe Caesar Superdome is what we said is the correct one. Lions beat the Saints 33-28 career day for rookie Sam Laporta for the Lions. Yeah, Laporta, nine receptions, 140 yards, and a touchdown. If no Stroud, maybe he's the offensive rookie of the year. Also, uh, Lions, big bounce back win. Got embarrassed on Thanksgiving, Perloff. And they almost blew a 21-point lead, but they hung on to win. Yeah, best play of the game was James Winston <laughs> hurled it straight to the defender, bounced off two defenders, and lands in Chris Olave's hands almost for, for a really, made a really close game. We deserve James Winston's football at this point. Derek Carr, I feel bad you're injured, but please give me James. It was a sad day in MetLife as the Foxes needed just 194 total yards to beat the Jets 13-8. to why do I get to lead with the Patriots game and the Jets game? <laughs> How about uh, it? Did you guys get the sense that the Falcons just didn't even really want to win that game? I felt like they had every chance to put that away, and they're like, ah, we're just going to hang around. That was terrible football. Well, they're in first place in the AFC South, so congrats because New Orleans lost to Detroit. I think the big story from this game is Rodgers is not coming back. That's now like been floated out more and more. Yeah. They're, the playoffs are a pipe dream. And we cannot finally put this Rogers farce to bed. Yeah, I mean, we should have three weeks ago. Yeah. Cardinals survived two rain delays to beat the Steelers 24-10. It was a James Conner homecoming, the former Pitt and Pittsburgh Steeler alum. 24, uh, excuse me, two touchdowns for James Conner. Yeah, so, 25 carries, 105, sorry. Oh, I, I'm not sure who's first, sorry. The Cardinals are really out of this competition for the number one quarterback now. You said earlier that bringing Kyler Murray back was a mistake, but I think you saw some things from Kyler Murray that maybe you draft a receiver and you build around what you have. I guess. I mean, they had a real shot at the number one overall pick. I think they might learn to regret that, but the story of this game was Kenny Pickett getting knocked out of the game. He's having surgery today, two to four weeks where he can return. So Trubisky goes in and was 11 for 17 with a touchdown. <laughs> TJ Watt left. For a while, but came back. It was a laugher for the Dolphins who beat the Commanders on the road 45-15. Two more TDs for Tyreek Hill. Just total domination. Uh, first time Miami is 9-3 since 2001, which I found interesting. But total domination of a bad team with Tyreek Hill. Two touchdowns of over 60-plus yards. One for 78 yards, one for 60. Still on track to break Megatron's record and get over 2,000 receiving yards. Means nothing to me. Show me against a good team, Dolphins, and you're going to have that chance. All right, let's get to the next game here. So last 1 o'clock game here, Texans uh, survived the Broncos 22-17. It was two, It was a late Russell Wilson pick that sealed the win for Houston. So Russell Wilson was 15 for 26, 186 yards, one touchdown, three picks. Tell me again how Sean Payton's an offensive genius. I told you, you can't average three yards per play and win NFL games. They just they took advantage of a weak schedule, finally ran into a better team and lost. 
I really thought they were going to pull it out, the Broncos, on a fourth and two. They have this beautiful design run play for Russ where he converts, but then on third and goal, he throws the bad pick. Derek Stingley Jr. with two interceptions in this game, three interceptions all came in the second half. It wasn't a bad pick. All four, all the plays at the end zone, he was getting chased for his life. So like Sean Payton had no idea the blitz was coming. I thought D'Amico Ryans destroyed Payton on Sunday. Firing uh, Frank Wright wasn't enough for the Carolina Panthers, who lost to the Buccaneers. Bucks win at home, 21-18. Yeah, I, I was actually really confused because I was watching that Panthers game, and I actually thought they looked like another team because of that bright blue uniform. <laughs> uh, I have nothing to say about the NFC South. Get it off my TV. Panthers are giving the Bears the number one overall pick. That's the only interesting thing about this to me. Mike Evans, by the way, went over 1,000 again. Hall of Fame career. Yeah, this is going to be a classic Buccaneers land and no man's land situation. You're 5-7 and seven right now. There could have been a crossroads here where maybe you could have tried to start tanking to get a better quarterback. What are you going to do? Are you going to run this back with Baker next year? Uh, I don't know that it makes a difference if you're 5 or 12 for the quarterback. You could still draft somebody. Let's head to L.A. where the Rams score 16 unanswered points in the fourth quarter to beat the Browns 36-19. to Yeah, this is a big win for the Rams. They're now on the fringe of playoff contention, which is pretty cool. What I thought was the, the funnier, not funnier, the more interesting thing is Joe Flacco, um, you know, I guess fine. But Stefanski won't commit to him actually being the starter moving forward Wild. when Dorian Thompson-Robinson comes back from his concussion, I guess. Puka Nakua is probably the toughest dude in the, in the league. He has just hammered the Browns, who are actually a pretty physical, tough yep. defensive team. Incredibly impressed by the rookie. All right, let's go to Philly, where the Niners beat up on the Eagles 42-19. It was three Debo, Sander, Demo, Debo Samuels TDs. Yeah, I mean, I was relieved because I, early on, the Eagles came out like a house on fire, moving the ball down the field. And I said to myself, you do not want to win this game and have to beat San Francisco twice. So I'm relieved that the Eagles did the smart thing and sort of semi-load managed, kept a bunch of guys out. Yeah, We're sure. fine. Yeah, uh, I mean, is, Goddard could have played if it was meant anything. This is delusional Perloff. This is the 49ers actually thumping the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, I think the Niners feel really good about winning that game, and I think they feel really good about beating the Eagles a second time if they if it comes to that. Everything working for the 49ers on offense, by the way. Move over, Taylor Swift. Hello, Samuel Biles. It was the <laughs> Packers beating the Chiefs 27-19. Three Jordan Love TDs uh, in this win on Sunday, Sunday Night Football. Thought he was going to give it away. Thought Jordan Love was going to give it away when he took a bad sack on a third and six, and they end up knocking in a long field goal. You give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes. Who lives to tell to see another day when you give the ball back to Mahomes with that kind of time left? And the Packers were able to come away with the win. There's something seriously wrong with the Chiefs offense. Yeah, I, I give it more positive on Jordan Love. I was yeah. blown away. His, his first half was outstanding. Really good. Really perfect. Uh, I think the Packers have done it again, Maggie. I think they're going to keep that quarterback thing going. And Well, I don't know about that. But also, the defense sacking Mahomes in the red zone three times. Oh, got it. I thought in the Point last made. game we didn't get a horn. Oh, do we not get a horn in the oh, last game? That was an executive decision by Pete Bellotti. So <laughs> yeah, Pete loves doing the horn. Pete wants more horn, less Maggie and Perla. <laughs> Not horn. Just all, it's, a, it's a show of all it's, horns. Let's bring Joe Horn on the show. Yeah, exactly. Other horns <laughs> yeah. Jim Horn Jr., the guy yeah. in Colorado. Okay. French horn. <laughs> love the French horn. Great instrument. Uh, we had, can, we, can we take the music out? 
Yeah, more music. Real quick, the play fourth and one. The Packers drop back and throw a fifty-yard moon ball straight up to the Romeo Dobbs on his butt catches. That was was that pure luck, okay. or am I missing something? I, I I said I felt like the Packers got a little lucky in this game, and then everyone's like, "No, you got to give them more credit." This was like when Steph Curry's on a heat check and he can like throw it in from you know from the logo. Some of these throws, it felt like Jordan Love was just throwing them up and guys were somehow catching them. One more thing, the Chiefs look bad, right? But they do, they've never had a run game like Pacheco. I mean, he is a madman. He is so angry at the ground. I know. And you don't want to watch more Rutgers games. I mean, I I thought he broke his leg when he got bent back. I don't know if you saw that play. I mean, that was one of the more gruesome plays. And he... He, like Chris Collins was right. I think his own strength just fought himself out of a major injury. He also got ejected from the game at the end. You can't throw a swing at somebody. Is there a scenario where this new kind of Chiefs is actually going to be able to find a way to get out of the AFC? I know they're not explosive like they used to be, but they could play a little ball control, helps their defense, and maybe Chris Jones wins you the game? Uh, I mean, Chris Jones didn't win you, didn't win you the game last night. I, I I don't think this is how the Chiefs want to be playing. No. I think the the defense being good is a bonus, but no, no, no. They, they I, can't be feeling sure. good about this. I'm not sure they have a choice, though, Maggie. I mean, I'm not sure they have the weapons to play any other way. And I will, there, not that it was luck, but there were some great plays. That interception that Nixon had for the yeah. Packers, that was an incredible play. Somehow he ran the route that the Chiefs guy was supposed to run. <laughs> Also, the Chiefs really should have been the beneficiary of a defensive pass yeah. interference, which was an egregious no-call like borderline unforgivable for that crew. It came right after the near uh, fumbled, like touchdown recover. Like it was a, it should, it could have been ruled a fumble return for a touchdown, but it wasn't because the guy was down by like his left butt cheek. And on the very next play, the Packers take a shot. Excuse me. The chiefs take a shot and it should have been DPI. They were four controversial calls. There was, they hit, Patrick Mahomes inbounds gave the Chiefs 15 yards that they shouldn't have had. Then they there was a really they made a huge mistake where the Chiefs receiver caught the ball, was pushed backwards, and they said he was out of bounds. Yep. That that would have basically ended the game. But here's the thing: you know MVS is not getting that call. If that was <laughs> that was a good <laughs> you, you receiver. Think it was, uh... I mean, I'm not the only one. Basically, Twitter's like, yeah, that's Marcus Valdez scaling. The officials don't think he's going to catch it anyway. Oh my gosh! But I mean, the defender got there like two weeks oh early. Oh my god! The defender basically he could have faced prosecutorial charges for that. <laughs> there was obviously DPI. Uh, it's been tough. The officiating this year, is it us or is it the officials? Are we paying more attention? It sure seems bad right now. Oh, it's an all-time low. Feels like it. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Speaking of prosecutorial, what did you say? Prosecutorial charges? Prosecution? I don't know. I screwed that up. I can't believe I I couldn't say screw. I couldn't pull Scrooge McDuck. (laughs) Uh, someone else who may be looking to the courts to try to rectify something in sports. We'll get to that next. Don't move. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You can stream the NFL and Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help you find a fix for free. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. I just got an interesting tweet uh, that reminded me of something. Why aren't we ripping ESPN for their clear role in putting Alabama in a number four SEC going to ESPN next year. Do you think there's any way they who own this sport <laughs> was going to let Alabama not be there? Of course ESPN played a role. Uh, I don't even know if ESPN has to like overtly say anything. Isn't it just, it's kind of like, uh, you know, the Jets not bringing in a legit backup quarterback after Aaron Rodgers went down. Like, does Rodgers even have to say it or is it just sort of implied? Like, I hey, you know, you know what to do. I, yeah, maybe you could be right about that, but I wouldn't put it past Wait. ESPN to actually make a phone call. Wait, but hold on. Doesn't ESPN also own something called the ACC Network? <laughs> Why wouldn't they want Florida State in? Well, I th- they have they have the Final Four games, right? So they clearly... Yeah, I mean, listen, Wait. I'm arguing Florida State being, but that game would have been terrible. I mean, Michigan and Florida State would have been awful. Let's rank Perloff's conspiracy theories when it comes to the college football playoff because ESPN running everything is one that's not even that deep. Perloff they, thinks that the committee hates Jim Harbaugh. I know that as a fact because you know who else hates... <laughs> Jim Harbaugh, anybody else in college football who's not part of the Michigan program. Wait, so they hate him so much they gave him the number one seed? Well, they had no choice. I mean, they were obviously the number one team. Uh, but there are so many different things that they're after Jim Harbaugh for. I can't even begin to list them. Obviously, sign stealing. Obviously, saying that players should sh- revenue share. Obviously, for pushing the practice rules all over the place. I mean, he's just ignored them 90% of the time when he gets putting the satellite campuses Obviously, the recruiting violations. Harbaugh does not like authority. He doesn't, but doesn't it feel like every other team, like he got investigated for it. If they really didn't like him, they could say, you've had one self-imposed ban earlier in the year, and you have another suspension at the end of the year. We're going to keep you out just because you, like, uh, you know, they could make up some fugazi rule where it's like, oh, you've been suspended twice. You don't get to participate in the college football playoff. If they really hated Harbaugh, they could come down much harder. No, I mean, (laughs) it's one thing to leave out uh, an undefeated Florida State. If they had left Michigan out after beating Ohio State, because everybody knows this sign-sealing thing was just media hype. There was no... 
That was the most overblown scandal in the history of the world. So they sent a guy to the opposing stadium to look at the signs. Come on. That, that's what I'm saying. The, the committee knew that that all, whole thing was way overblown, so they had to put Michigan number one. I know, but so is, like, expanded practice time and, like, him buying a cheeseburger for somebody. Like, it's, it's not – these he, aren't these grade one violations we're talking about. He's the only coach who goes out after the game and basically talks trash to the opposing coach. It's normal for other coaches to shake hands. He goes out and say, ha-ha, look what we did to you. He's hated. Don't you realize this? No, I know he's hated and by the no other coaches. there's no way they giving him Florida State in the first game. That would never happen. Uh, this was a really, really big weekend for the Maggie and Perloff show, not just the college football playoff committee, but for us, because we got to do our inaugural virtual watch party and just a huge thank you to everyone who came out and watched with us. We had a fantastic crowd and honestly, we were on the air for like three and a half hours, right? The game ended up being about three and a half hours. I won the bet on that, by the way. Yep. That means, and Perloff lost the bet, which means he has to buy breakfast at some point for all of us. Ooh. Um, the star of the show was Andrew Bogish. Can we hear what it sounded like 25. when Bogish ate an entire cupcake in one bite on our live stream? Okay, ready? Five, yeah. four, three, two, one, go. <laughs> he did it. He did it. Yeah. He didn't get all the frosting in there. Oh, like, yeah. like cake, Easy, EJ. <laughs> Bogish, hero. What do you <laughs> Newsman, proper journalist, <laughs> cupcake eater. Yeah, my greatest physical feat since winning uh, intramural floor hockey freshman year at Fordham. <laughs> <laughs> How did that feel? You you did a great job. Well, I don't want to downplay the great job I did, but I was, I was dealt a good cupcake hand. It was on the smaller side. It was on the lighter side. So there wasn't a lot of... Uh, density to fight through, but there was enough to preclude me from getting my tongue out to recover that little <laughs> drop of icing that was so important <laughs> to EJ. But otherwise, yeah, I was nervous. I was prepared. Uh, I had a paramedic standing by, <laughs> choking or whatnot, but it was uh, it was okay. Bogus, why can't you just take the victory? You have to start another feud inside this room. Just go I'm one, an, I'm an honest man. I'm an honest man. comment about frosting and, Burlo- <laughs> and Bogus is ready to rip my head off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maggie was celebrating me and you would point out the little drop of ice and it fell from my lip. Honestly, I thought it was like it felt athletic what he was Thank doing. You. you know, that's not easy to do. Put a full cupcake. But now I know it was a smaller one. But still, even even though also very adorable that your child came on wearing a Bills jersey. Very cool. Yeah. Big, big Bills house all of a sudden, or at least his corner of it. Billy Wolf said I didn't even swear that much. Yeah, I cursed a little. Good yeah, for you. L- luckily, Pete wasn't around. He would have. I know. He, he would have been. <laughs> no control over that. Well, they said they were gonna. You know, the the widows and the and the coffee drinkers said they, they would take a shot every time I cursed. I'm like, you're gonna be in a coma. Thank God you were thinking about them. I was. It would have been. A, it would have been bad for some of our widows. Well, if it was up to our assistant PD Dave Marinick, he's like, you go at it. I was surprised. I was surprised I know. by that. Yeah. Coming in by text message. Yeah. Also encouraging us to drink more on the live stream, which I didn't even think that was. We didn't drink at all on the live stream. I I thought that would not have been appropriate. I had a beer. Oh, Pogish was holding it down. Yeah, I had a beer. Paul Paps loves his beer. He didn't bring anything. He didn't make any suggestions. I'm not sure. Paul, he hung out for a while. It was great. I don't know how hammered he was. I'd say... No, no, not hammered. He's a a connoisseur. 1.3 alcohol level. No. (laughs) Six out of ten. Paul Paps, of course, from DP Show, came came on with us, hung out, and then we said goodbye to him. Zach Gelb came on. Great job. 
And then like 45 minutes later, Paulie jumped back in just because he wanted to talk, get back in the conversation about something <laughs> we were saying. He was like the guest that wouldn't leave, but it was in the most awesome way. Hottest show in the streets. It was. And we're doing one tonight for the NBA quarterfinals. <laughs> yeah, sure. Look, it was up to me. I would be, <laughs> I'll be ready for it. MBK. I think Pete should host it and Break. just make those noises. <laughs> that, that would be fun. It's just Break. an open rebellion. Break down Celtics Pacers should be a good one. Ugh. What's High the scoring. final score going to be for that? Yeah, one fifty to one sixty-five, something <laughs> crazy. Anyway, the but the live stream was a success, so no, we won't be doing it for the uh, for these play-in games tonight. But maybe in the future. With some more fun college football or NFL games. Hopefully I can make some more blondies. I know. Hey, can I ask an in-season question? I'm sorry to do this, but I have to ask. Would, Boston's playing Indiana tonight. Yes. Would that Were they on the schedule before or no. they changed the schedule around? There's like an open week, so to speak, where they basically said, look, we'll have these eight teams, whoever they have to play, we'll put them on the schedule. And they fix the rest of the schedule for whatever they need. So it's like basically flex schedule. Right, exactly. So they flex I mean, it seems like a pretty big disruption to the scheduling, but they it's early enough that they'll figure it's it out. It's only one week. Yeah, everything was built in. Yep. And I oh, think okay. they have I don't think they've done it yet, or maybe they did. They have to schedule games for the teams that didn't advance. Yeah, they did already. They did, okay. Yep. Okay, and the winners play one extra game this season or is it the same one, number? One of games? extra game. Okay. And for five hundred thousand dollars each. Yeah, and I you know, I, I will say this, like look, there's some altruism. You got guys on the bench who are making Basically five hundred thousand. Like you got get those guys. This is basically doubling their salary. I mean, there is something that a lot of these players oh. are playing DJ, for. The league minimum right now is fifty million. <laughs> yeah, by the way. yeah. I mean, listen, the they blow their nose get with five hundred thousand. There's some guys. James Harden's making thirty six million dollars a year it's, it's, to submarine yeah, the other team. It's I not about to hear James about Harden. The hardships. I mean, give me a break. It's not about James Harden. It's about the Ryan Archidiaconos and and the Robin Lopez. Those I think guys that, that Robin, Robin Lopez has probably Lopez made a hundred million dollars. He's a bad example. Ryan Archidiaconos is trying to survive in the NBA, and if the Knicks get to the championship, he'll get a little extra bread. Wait, Perloff and I are racing each other to see who can get Robin Lopez's Robin career Lopez, earnings. Wait. Who oh went to Stanford gosh. probably could it's, be a lawyer. Mixed. It might be nine figures by now, right? Career earnings on Robin Lopez. Um, who wants to guess? Nine, uh, 16 seasons in the NBA. I'm going to go $75 million. Uh, 80. Yeah, I'll say 70. EJ? 1 million. <laughs> All right, Bob Barker. 101, 101.3 million dollars. Wow. Total, Lopez total cash. That's the total cash, 16 seasons. Yeah, I regret that. I regret bringing up that name. Just stuck with it. There's no, I mean, there's he's no name feed his that family. anyone's ever heard of that you could have brought up that isn't making $100 million in the NBA. Uh, Ryan Archidiacono might be one Right, no, there are a lot of guys who are just basically two-way players that will make money they'll never see again because they'll never be on an NBA roster. We need to give the million-dollar players more incentive to play in the NBA. But yeah. on the flip side for Archer Dinaco, he was in college for 100 years, so he should have three degrees. He got now. no money because he was in NIU. There was no NIL back then. I know so he's he got wanted, a PhD instead. He <laughs> won a national championship. He wasn't getting paid. I feel like, Perloff, I feel like you should at least back me on that. Like, someone like Archer Dinaco who didn't get paid in college okay. who would have made a bunch of money. What do you think Ryan Archer Dinaco, I can't even say it, what do you think his career earning is? <laughs> All right, let's go there. Oh, five million? Is he on the Knicks right now? He is on the Knicks. Okay. That dude's made 12 million in his career. That's I mean, he's not bad. Five well, that's, it, that's Trump change in the NBA nowadays. That's Trump change in the NBA. But not but for life. On planet Earth, that's more than 99.9% <laughs> will ever make. And also, yeah, I mean, he's not a great player. That's a reason he's a two-way player. No, but the point is that those guys on the back end, you say, okay, why would James Harden care? Maybe he wouldn't, but if he cares about his teammates, 
Maybe he would oh, play. Yeah. I don't, he he, also, he, he does Another good example, EJ. Come on. No, I'm saying that's my point is that he doesn't care, but Julius Randle does, which is why he said, I'm playing for my guys on the back of the bench. It's I know. the Ryan Archiakinos. It's the, you know, the, the DJ Jeffries, who, I mean, find his career earnings. <laughs> He's not a real the, player. The funny oh. thing about that is if, if, if like, Julius Randle really wanted to give one of his teammates five hundred thousand dollars he, he could, could just give him five hundred thousand dollars yeah but instead we get to see him play alone cost five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> but instead we get to see him play competitive basketball in a cool environment let's get it there you go let's get um, it DJ hey, uh, Jeffries. what oh, wait, it's the yeah. Jeffries. sorry Nick but here, here's my problem say, that's, the, a, that's a fake person the normal <laughs> NBA game is not cool basketball in a competitive environment the load management is making the regular season game so boring that's why they had to but do this no you cannot you cannot say that about these in-season games and I'm gonna keep pushing you on it the yeah, but okay. Games, they've, right. been, they've been more competitive. Even the season is good. That's just an uh, indictment of the rest of the regular season. Anyway, no, that's that, enough time. Oh, also, Billy said uh, in the chat, EJ's dog was the star of the live stream. Sorry, Billy. You're right about that. And, that's fine. And we got to see EJ's kitchen, and he was making blondies, and he brought some in today. And they were delicious. I already had mine. Um, mine All much better than the in-season tournament. Uh, <laughs> I could <laughs> not have eaten the, the blondie with one bite. That's for sure. That's little, not built little, for speed. Yeah, it's a little dense. <laughs> yeah, but but it's but it's but it's moist on the inside. So good. <laughs> Headlines? Do we yeah, have sure, time? Yeah, sure. Why not? Or... Uh, Jordan Love's first NFL start came in KC two years ago when Aaron Rodgers had COVID. Last night at Lambeau went better. Three touchdown passes and a 27-19 win over the Chiefs. Obviously, I've had this game, you know, circled for a long time. It's my first start. Um, obviously, didn't play how I wanted to the first game. So being able to see these guys again and, and get the victory is huge. Um, you know, it's it just a great team win tonight. Um, you know, everybody just balled out. And now the Packers have won three in a row and four of five. They are also 16-0 and in December under Matt LaFleur. The Chiefs, meanwhile, dropped to 8-4, and a game behind the Dolphins and Ravens atop the AFC. In addition to Steelers QB, Kenny Pickett reportedly having ankle surgery today and missing two to four weeks. There's Texans rookie wideout Tank Dell suffering an apparent season-ending lower leg injury in yesterday's 22-17 win over the Broncos. And it's the Jaguars and Bengals on Monday Night Football. I don't know the specifics, but I can tell you that Jacksonville controls its own destiny atop the AFC if they win out they get the number one seed. Ohio State QB Kyle McCord's in the transfer portal, as is Oklahoma's Dylan Gabriel, but he's also considering jumping into the NFL draft. Manager Jim Leland elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame, and the Mariners trade outfielder Jared Kelnick, lefty Marco Gonzalez, and first baseman Evan White to the Braves for two pitchers. This is Seattle dumping $29 million in salary in Gonzalez and White. It follows them unloading third baseman Eugenio Suarez on Arizona. And Tiger Woods finished 18th out of 20 golfers in his event in the Bahamas, but that is good news. I haven't done it in a while. Um, I haven't done it with my ankle the way it is now. And uh, I was excited to, each and every day to kind of get through it and uh, kind of start piecing rounds together again. I mean, I haven't done this in a long time, so it was fun to feel that again. Uh, this was Tiger's first event since the Masters in April. He had his ankle fused since then. This is just the third time in two years he finished a 72-hole event. Scotty Scheffler got the win by three shots. Hey, Bogus. Right. Yeah. What time are you working until today? Uh, roughly 1 o'clock. So you'll probably have a Shaq Leonard to Philadelphia signing later in the day and a Zach Ertz to Philadelphia. Do you want to borrow 
Maggie's Jalen Hurts jersey to (laughs) do these updates because it's going to be a big banner day for the Eagles. So a guy with no back and the (laughs) ghost of a tight end are signing with the Eagles and fixing all their problems? Uh, Are they sleep doctors, those two? (laughs) We'll take them. Is it one of them actually just going to be signed to be security now for the Eagles? Because Big Dom is not going to be anywhere near the building. I got to tell you, Big Dom is scary. Shaq Leonard, if that guy kicks you out of the stadium, you're not coming back. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think anything could be more peak Philadelphia than this is peak Philly. I thought halftime was going to be peak Philly when the team is down by one score. Mm-hmm. They are 10 and 1 on the season at the uh, time. Yeah, and they got booed. And yeah. they got booed. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Going into halftime, and then the and then no, the security guard got kicked out, ejected because he put his hands on Greenlaw. I was they were booed multiple times in the second quarter, and, and I get it; they couldn't get they were getting field goals when they needed touchdowns. I was booing the TV screen, but this is this was a wake up call, Maggie. This was the loss we needed to refocus for the second half of the season. That's what Bill Belichick would say, and that's what I'm saying. This this loss was so bad; it was like two losses. That was rough. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Okay. Lots more to do, including what did we get wrong from the weekend? That is next. Don't move, Maggie and Perloff. Welcome back. Maggie and Perloff. EJ, can we get some final poll result updates here? How did America and the world feel about Florida State being left out of the college football playoff? Yes. So we asked the poll question, simple. Who should be in the college football playoff? We have either... um, uh, excuse me, uh, Alabama, or you have Florida State. So, plenty of votes came in, coming in. Final results here: sixty percent say Florida State, thirty-nine percent say Alabama. Yeah, I think Florida State has definitely grabbed the attention of the public. Like you know, people may have watched that game against Louisville. It was not a very pretty game, but the fact that you did win, you are undefeated. And I think seeing the crest, how crestfallen the team looked, I think has really uh, changed a lot of people's minds. Well, I'm actually surprised by this result. I thought Alabama was sort of the Dallas Cowboys of college football and and more popular. I kind of thought it was going to be the opposite. I thought Alabama would get 60%. I think most people also were rooting for Alabama against Georgia. Yeah, you want to see the the underdog. Yeah, you root for the underdog. See the chaos, you know. But I do think now Florida State has become that underdog. So I think, you know, several people pointed out this could be the best case scenario for Florida State. They can always say we got ripped off instead of losing in the first round. So this in a way, could be the better scenario, believe it or not, because Tay Rodemaker comes in. Unfortunately, they're probably going to lose by 60 to Georgia in the... Uh, yeah, but the bowl so, game, who cares? Like, I, I know we know that, but you you know, you're right. You logically know that, but you're going to see it, and obviously Jared Verse isn't going to play. Keon Coleman probably won't play. So what are we going to really see? No, it's, it's not going to be the same, and that's just the devalue of the bowls. I, I think for an FSU fan saying like, oh, well, at least you wouldn't have lost in the first round. That's not going to make them feel better today. And in fact, I think that the desire to leave the ACC is probably going to be stronger now yeah. than it was even before. And the irony is the guy that keep that was the chair of the committee that kept Florida State out is an ACC athletic director, NC State. Yeah, Boo Corrigan. It's very odd. Yeah, and and I can't believe Hancock's still around. What's his name? <laughs> Bill Hancock. He's still involved in this mm-hmm. thing? Nothing good. I can't believe you are <laughs> you you love a conspiracy theory. You love making fun of committees. I can't, I can't believe you're actually siding with them today. Well, because I think that they got as close as humanly possible to putting the four best teams in the top four. Now that's not going to make a Georgia fan feel any better. I grant you that. 
but I think they got closer. And these are going to be, I think these are going to be great games. And we got to see it play out. But you don't want to see Michigan, Alabama or Washington, Texas? Yeah, I do. That's I'm exciting. Going, I'm going to watch. Yeah, especially now that I understand there's a huge bet going on. Massive show bet. I'm glad you brought that up. A lot of personal, I mean, this is like personal pride on the line. This isn't about a team that we like. This yeah. is not our Bills-Eagles bet. This is about this is about bodies on the line. Gosh, I would have felt how how panicky would you guys have been if it was Michigan versus Florida State? Because the bet is Michigan will win a college football playoff game. If they lose, I have to wear a singlet, a wrestling singlet. And if they win, you guys have to wear a wrestling singlet. Yeah, in January, by the way, when your body has not seen the sun. <laughs> it's going to be rough. The wrestling feel, singlet. I'll be honest, I feel pretty good about Alabama. Like, if that was Florida State... I would have been shopping for singlets today. <laughs> well, that's the question. Do we, so EJ and I are on the same side that we think Michigan is going to lose. Perloff thinks Michigan is going to win. Do we get to pick out the singlet for each other? Like, does the winner pick out the singlet for the loser? Well, we'll mull that over as we get to our shot of the day. He shoots! The shot of the day, oh boy, is brought to you by <laughs> Casamigos Tequila. Wow. Whoa, Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Perloff just showed me a photo Okay, I thought this was a wrestling singlet. singlet. Now I realize as <laughs> I look like at this website. You have website. Yeah. <laughs> please, please, please get off the Wi-Fi. The, the, oh, my the God. Wi-Fi. This was the second one to come up. <laughs> also, that's not fair that you would show me that as I'm about to read something important for one of our very valued sponsors. We love you, Casamigos. Huge win last night for the Packers. Leather. (laughs) Why is there no front or back? (laughs) It's weird. Uh, All right, shot of the day. Little snapshot of the show comes from. We try to do something called the hurry up offense around here. We give you thirty seconds on every NFL game from Sunday, and it didn't go well. Yeah, there's not much to say about this. Bill Belichick's hat was cracking me up all day. He looked like uh, he looked like the Grinch. That's uh, no, the guy. uh, Duck McScrooge. Uh, Scrooge <laughs> from McDuck? Christmas Carol. Yeah. Scrooge McDuck. Wait, yeah. Scrooge McDuck from A Christmas Carol? You mean he Ebenezer Scrooge? He looked like Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> he was so miserable. Sorry. Speaking of prosecutorial, what did you say? Prosecutorial charges? <laughs> Prosecution? I don't know. I screwed that up. Something. I can't believe I, I couldn't say Scrooge. I couldn't pull Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem with the hurry-up offense. We don't have enough time to process our thoughts. I mean, 12 games in 12 minutes, this is the kind of mayhem you guys are creating. Well, that's think- why it's called the hurry-up offense. There you go. Whatever, Bilotti. If you'd stop <laughs> blaring that horn and ruining my concentration. To be honest, everyone hates the horn. So yeah, That's why we got to keep doing it. <laughs> Can we get a different horn? Can we get like, Bauga, like that horn? There's got to be other horns out there. Can I mean, I, I was playing through several horns. I thought the air horn made the most sense. It sounds but. like a fairy. And, and what people don't understand that the guy that actually plays the horn is actually here in the control room. So right, we exactly. have to yeah. have him change it up a little bit. Bring a whole different, you know, we've got a clarinet in the next, next uh Yeah, next, can we get something one? a little more like uh, audio, auditorially pleasing? Like, can we get a flute? Like the iPhone alarm when your alarm goes off in the morning? <laughs> that would make me scared. That sounds awful. I was thinking, thinking when you're running late coming into work. I don't want to hear that. No. That- Whatever. You guys have lost me because I'm Googling singlets. There's multiple problems with the singlet. Obviously, the the exposure of the upper body, but the lower body might be just as big a problem for the men on the singlet. And EJ, you, you're sitting there. I mean, Alabama's a one-point dog here, one-and-a-half-point dog. This could be bad for you. Look, I don't, I don't think that you're going to see Jim Harbaugh get away with playing old man football against 
an Alabama defense. I feel I feel good. The one thing I you can always count on Jalen Milrow for like one or two just really mind-boggling decisions in the game. That's what I'm a little nervous about. Yes, we're gonna have to figure out if I lose, if EJ and I both lose, how am I doing this? There's got to be singlets for for women. Oh yeah, there's women who wrestle. Of yeah, exactly. There are. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of wrestling singlets for women. We see it in WWE, AEW. We'll figure something out. Hopefully, it doesn't come to that. Also, don't we all kind of want to see Perloff rocking the singlet? <laughs> so, again, America rooting for Alabama against Michigan. <laughs> again, yes, there we go. Thank you, DJ Stewart. Thank you to Pete Pilati, Andrew Bogish, Andrew Kaplan. Widows Coffee Drinkers, not only for today and every day, but for Saturday during the virtual watch party. You are awesome. We'll see you tomorrow. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.